I mean, literally every time somebody there, yeah. there was a honk like every ten minutes. <laughs> the honks are cool. <laughs> I mean, because what what you don't realize is it's eight minutes from the city, but it's like a main road. Yeah. Like cars constantly going up and down that road. And so constantly cars were driving by honking, they're stomping, they're like, oh my God, this is amazing. Um, and then it, there even were the, what is this? What's happening here? And just that excitement level. And then we began to tell people like, oh yeah, next year, all these trees are gonna be here and all these different things. And that excitement level was just insane. For the record, normally honking kind of annoys me when I'm working, <laughs> but this was definitely clearly friendly and supportive honking. Yes. It felt like an audience cheering for us. Yeah, <laughs> it, was a, it was a nice little clap. Yes, yeah, <laughs> I need to clarify that. In May of 2020, the citizens of Richmond, Virginia took to the streets to protest racial inequality, police brutality, and the monuments to Confederate generals that line our historical streets and city parks. As a result, African-American artist and community activist Hamilton Glass chose to create a public art project that brings together artists from different cultural backgrounds to paint murals that start conversation and heal the divides between us. That project is called Mending Walls. Hey guys, this is Hamilton Glass, the founder and creator of Mending Walls. Today I'm here with Ron Stokes and Sarah Apple. Thanks for being here with me today, guys. Woo! Hey. <laughs> I'm super excited for this podcast because you guys are the first and the first artist interview of this season of Mending Walls. Yeah. Truly appreciate you guys being here. Thanks for having us. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thank you for having us, Hamilton. I'm going to let you guys introduce yourselves so the people know who you are. So we'll start with Sarah. Okay. Hi, I'm Sarah. Um, my business name is Lucky Signs. I am a sign painter. And mainly that means I do signage for small businesses. I also do, first of all, their hand-painted signs. <laughs> that's an important, that's the important part. And I've also recently gotten into painting some like murally type pieces for the interior and some exterior pieces. And so this project for me is, is going to be like a bigger step into murals than I've taken so far, but I'm excited. You gotta claim that. You, you're a <laughs> Can I redo son. that? She killed, yeah, she killed. You cried. No, you don't have to. Okay. I'm just saying. I would just. I would just saying. You're a muralist in the sign. I don't know. I don't feel like it. I mean, we just did two murals. You I did know. two murals. You gotta claim that. <laughs> oh, it's so. We weird. did a hundred feet of murals. Oh my god. The only person that's doubting that is you. But anyway. Okay. So so Ron, what about you? <laughs> my name is Ron Stokes, also known as. Views by Stokes. I am a, I call myself an abstract muralist. I started with graffiti, moved into your living room with more abstract type works, uh, do canvas work and murals. And I've uh, been doing this for a while now. So, so just to kind of get into this year to remind folks this year with Mending Walls, artists are still having that you know, that initial conversation about social and racial justice, but there's there's kind of a plot twist this year, which is getting paired up with an organization that is doing work around uh, one of the areas we highlighted. And this uh, month, for the month of June, we were highlighting, we are highlighting food justice. So we paired you guys up with the Sankofa Community Orchard with Duran Chavis and Happily Natural and I was really excited about that. For one, Duran is a frequent collaborator of mine, but two, also he was highlighted last year in the Mending Walls project. 
and was muralized by San Saray and Andre Shank. And so to work with him again, to really try to do that justice and, and talk about the work that he's doing in the city was kind of just paramount to me. And so when I approached you two about it, you guys sound sounded excited about it. So I wanted to kind of ask you how that first approach happened and what your thoughts were in terms of me reaching out to you and telling you, you know, about working with Duran and Happily Natural. I, I, I remember when you first called me about it and you began to explain the place to me or describe it to me. And I was like, man, this sounds really cool because, you know, at, I'm an artist doing murals and things like that. It's nothing new, but we really had a blank slate and it was like, there's no walls there. There's nothing there. Like you get to envision everything from beginning to end. And, and, and then to hear about the place, I was, I mean, even now I get Sankofa just blows me away, but yeah, I, I was thrilled from the moment you called me about it. I was like, this, this is the one. Had you, had you heard about the garden before I called you about it? So I hadn't heard of Sankofa. Okay. I, I was familiar with some of the work Duran did um, with like the ICA and projects like that. And, um, the community garden he had um, on McDonald. I was familiar yeah. with that, but yeah. I had never visited Sankofa. Okay. And so, yeah, that first visit to Sankofa was like. Cool. It, it was like your first visit to Disney World. Oh, You're my like, God. Oh, this place really is magical. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Sarah? Yeah. Um, well, I, I remember you giving me the first call and I was like, oh, I don't know if I'm like good enough for this type of thing. This is like big time. I don't know. I was just like. This is important, you know? A lot of things I do is like client work and it's like, you know, we want this very specific thing, but this was very open-ended um, and there was a lot of trust involved. And so you, I had that little moment of like, oh, this is like super big and important. And like there are higher stakes here in some ways. Like it's for the, this big, wonderful thing. I don't know, it's for Disney World. Like that's what you're, <laughs> you know, like <laughs> in a way it kind of felt like that. Um, but I was very excited and I was familiar with Duran and his work. Um, I had met him, I think two summers ago, I helped uh, paint a mural for the Fairfield Court Boys and Girls Club. And we had a, a day where the kids painted and uh, Duran also came out and planted trees with them. And I got to meet him there and thought this guy's really cool. So it was really neat to like circle back towards him for this project. It's crazy because yeah. I feel like Duran indirectly has like touched everybody. Yeah. In the city of Richmond. And I also feel you on that account. Like Mending Walls is n is nothing like client work. It's it's totally from you. It's being approached as a public artist, being approached by someone and say, hey, we want you to do you is like almost shocking. Yeah. Which it shouldn't be. Yeah. Right. It's it, like, I don't have I don't I yeah. don't know what to say. Where do I begin? Right. What right. I don't know. But it, then it did become the orchard became the client. And, yeah, yeah, you know, true. That, I always have to frame things like that in order to function. <laughs> no, you're 100 percent right. But just to let you all know, like you guys were and I don't even know if this matters, but you guys were on the list. The first go round just ran just ran out of money I mean, <laughs> to be to be 100 percent honest with you. Um, so. It's crazy to hear you say, I don't know if I could do this. <laughs> yeah, right. Doll. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, so I, I, I really want to get into, especially this year, like get into your interaction with Duran. One of the reasons that we decided, you know, that I felt like it was really important to work with 
them was just because of this this idea not this idea but the premise of food justice right and so i've i've done a workshop with iran through art 180 through food justice and it probably taught me more than it taught the kids if if (laughs) if you will but in learning why urban um, agriculture is so important and um, knowing that that's their mission and thinking about why Sankofa Community Orchard is located in the place that it is, why Doran chose that space, was super important. I was just blown away at all of the stuff that he was trying to do there and was like, there is no place that exists like this. How? Why don't people know about this? Did you guys have the chance to talk to Duran about that? Like, have you? Did you get to learn any more about food justice than you learned before? Yes and yes. I mean, we had a lot of conversations about it, but I think for me, it was more evident in the acts than the words, if that makes Mm, sense. Mm -hmm. Seeing what they were doing, because as we're painting, things are happening and seeing those those images take place really hit home for me as to what was really happening here. Seeing community engage, seeing community investment, that this place was making a difference for them across the street. And in the back of my mind, knowing that at some point, I mean, for us, if if, we're, if we want an apple, we go to the grocery store. Right, but right. to know that someone that doesn't have that access can get on, a kid can get on his bike, ride over there because it's in the city right, right. and just pluck it from the tree now. And not get in trouble. And not get in trouble yeah. for right. it. It's what you're supposed, that's what the yeah. space yeah. is and, meant for. Yeah. And I remember Duran, he was talking to us about the work and what he was doing. And then someone that came up to him and said, hey, somebody just came here and took a tree. He was like, yeah, that's what it's, that's what it's here for. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. It's 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 supposed to, you know, we don't have anything like yeah. that. Yeah. And so the mission of that place is just truly inspiring and powerful. And that was just one of the reasons, uh, one of the many reasons that food justice was really important to Mending Walls as an active and empowering progressive uh, movement in the city that Duran is leading. Mm-hmm. Uh, what about you, Sarah? Had, <laughs> Was there anything yeah. from the food justice angle that you learned? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I I grew up in a more rural area, so the concept of urban agriculture is like it's it's more new to me. I'm mm-hmm. I'm just used to it being the neighbors, you know, like the neighbor was the cow farm, and mm-hmm. like the tobacco was across the street, and like <laughs> so. I mean, you know, it's definitely like something you get used to and realize, like, yeah, there are food deserts in the city, and. Yeah. Like, not that this orchard provides everything you need as far as nutrition, but it provides the empowerment that you need to have when you are trying to take care of yourself and when you realize that you are autonomous and you can be in control and you don't have to rely on these, like, established systems to support you um, when you can, like, kind of defy the status quo um, through this like independent form of self care, which is like really good food, it's like life altering. Yeah. Um, so it just kind of showed me, you know, there are spaces, there are pockets in this city where this kind of amazing process can happen. Yeah. Um, and so I, I want to kind of dig into that and get into y'all's interaction with Duran, y'all's first interaction with Duran in Happily Natural. Sarah, let's go with you first. I think that was the day we did our first site visit. And I, we drove out to the space, you know, you like get on the property and you start kind of like things start filtering in and you're like, wow, I can see the like 
the organization of all the trees here and you can see where there's like these rain catching barrels and these little shelters that push the water downwards and you're like what is going on here this is really cool but I you know like once you start talking to him you realize that it's it's cool right now but there's like all this potential that he's working towards and it's mind-blowing because you don't know what to dream up sometimes for a space Mm -hmm. and then he talks about what he's dreaming for it and you realize this stuff is possible someone just has to want to do it and to put their you know sweat equity into it yeah yeah Mm -hmm. yeah what about you ron yeah same it was that um that first day we met out there and it was like we met and we talked and then he gave us a tour and it was like behind every corner there was another like door that you went through and you're just like oh my god this wait, you're doing, like, how many trees are here? Each tree is different. Like, yeah. And then it's like, and he starts talking to you through all the different things. And like, and then it's like, all right, I have all this stuff. And then everything is like multi-purposeful. You know what it's right, like? Right. The trees filter out the water so the water going to Reedy Creek is better. The shade structures yeah. capture water so we can water the blueberry bushes. Like, there was nothing yeah. there that was just like, I'm there one thing that. and I only do one thing. Right, right. And so like, everything was very, like, the intent behind everything was just amazing to me to to think all that through. Like, I just take a tomato plant and I put it in the ground and it grows tomatoes, you know what I mean? And he right. was like, nah, this does this and then it does that. And then like, even I took my daughter out there to volunteer one day and it was like, all right, we're just gonna plant some herbs. But the herbs protect the blueberries. Right. You know what I mean? Right. So it's yeah, like, yeah. everything served a purpose out there. It was crazy. Yeah, um, that is exactly one of the reasons I picked Sankofa like was like hey we have to do something because my family went out there to volunteer with them and I was just like this is why does no one know about this place I I really and I want to ask this question without answering it for you but and because I because you you all clearly know more than I but I also remember Duran talking about some specific neighbors who just have been there from day one and when he started um, can you can y'all talk a little bit about that, Ron? Yeah, there's a couple of them. Um, one amazing story was um, this one. I think he was like 90 years yeah. old. Yeah. He can't even walk without a sit. So he had like two broomsticks that he turned into like walking sticks, and he would walk down there and talk to us. And um, he he had like an amazing story because at San Kofa they raise bees. And as a young kid, he raised bees. Mm, and so, like, he'd bring his daughter down and he'd show that. And um, he was just an amazing guy. We had uh, dog walkers would stop. One yeah. of the coolest stories is when we worked on the second wall, um, a, la- a lady just across the street, uh, we allowed in, um, the volunteers to add purpose and intent to our second wall. And um, one of the neighbors, she came down and she wanted to add something, but she had kind of missed the moment to kind of write on it. But I said, you know what? Draw a heart for me right here. And so she drew a heart and just laid, put a lot of paint on that brush. So it just made this great texture. And even now, when you go see it, you can still see the texture of the heart in our mural. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, there were just so many stories where neighbors would, and these were all the people that lived right around that block, yeah. you know? Yeah, let's let's get into the mural because I really want to understand what that first conversation was like between the both of you all. Um, to come up with the concept of the work. So let us know what the final piece looks like and let us know how y'all, you know, came to that to that uh, realization of it. Well, we sat down in the garden together, the orchard together. Um, I think we had two meetings 
just you and me. Mm-hmm. I think Hamilton and his crew crashed one day. <laughs> I did. Um, but just it was welcome. Um, <laughs> we're like, we're trying to concept here. <laughs> um, but no, it was great. We just kind of went back and forth with each other about um, style and uh, technique. I know I have really like, I'm drawn to really bold, clean lines and like, uh, big spaces of color, solid color, and Ron is the opposite of that. Splash with, paint everywhere. Yeah, like he uses a lot of gradient and like mixing and um, definitely did that on purpose. Everything. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Thanks. <laughs> thanks, Hamilton. Um, and so like we we decided that we would both kind of layer back and forth with our styles mm-hmm. and lost my train of thought. But I mean, it was important when we first met. There were there were two things that stood out. <clears throat> We were very, in, we were intent, like, we we w- we didn't want to have, like, yours over here and mine over there. Yeah. We wanted to layer each other's work so that it was one solid piece. And the second thing, I remember we had this conversation. Sarah comes, she has a background in signs, right? She's doing signs on buildings. I have a graffiti background. So we're both very word-heavy art styles. Mm. But we had this conversation where she, I was like, well, do you want to use words? She was like, no. She was like, well, you want to use words, right? I was like, No. And so here it is. You had two people that were like our background or words and neither was one to use words. So I felt, yeah, Yeah. well, I felt like using, choosing words was going to be a lot of, um, there was going to be a lot of pressure with it. And there's so much you can say without words Mm -hmm. and that this was a really nice moment to be choosing a wordless path. I also wanted it to feel more timeless and sometimes words just don't age well. That's true. Yeah. You know, metaphorically, eight don't age well. Yeah. <laughs> uh, at at yeah. the like on the outside looking in, and I'll be truly uh, honest here. I was like, wait, why aren't they doing a sign? <laughs> <laughs> honestly, but but I honestly that's that is part of mending walls. Like, I've had a partner in mending walls, and we did the opposite of what everyone thought we were going to do, mm-hmm. and I love that. Mm-hmm. So I was just like, well, let's rock with it. Let's just <laughs> you know see how it goes and. You guys definitely didn't disappoint. But I really want you to get into what the the work means, too. Because mm-hmm. I know you guys use Adinkra symbols as well. Mm-hmm. And the work outside of the, you know, the bold colors and things like that. So I really want to learn a little bit more about that. Well, so we started first by creating imagery for the, the storage container. Okay. And so with that, we wanted to kind of capture the just the general concept of the meaning of the word Sankofa. And so with that idea, which the garden is named after that idea, obviously. Um, and with that, you're kind of talking about going into your past and pulling out these moments or lessons that you've learned, bringing them into the future and utilizing that for like creating this new path for yourself mm. that might be my internalized version of it um i think there's people who are better at the definition but but that general concept of taking your past and bringing it forward with you to you know into the future was what we wanted to encapsulate on the container and so when we started drawing i recently have been really attracted to like kind of celestial like sunrise sunset like big orbs and stripes Mm. um so we started drawing and it kind of evolved into this a three-dimensional um, full full circle. You, you walk around the container and it all connects. It's a full wrap. Um, and it, it starts off with a sunrise and then kind of works the way through a day and then ends with a sunset. And then, you know, you can just keep walking. Yeah, <laughs> keep yeah. walking around and you can go forward and back. 
And that's what Ron kind of pointed out to me. I was like, oh, wait, you can. You can go forward or back around the container. You can <laughs> walk whichever direction you want to go. <laughs> wow. So we got a little little meta with yeah. that, and it was cool. But wow. Ron's okay. the one who really, like, summarized it all. And I hadn't seen it until Ron was like, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah, I was like, you can go back and pull yeah. it. And, like, it's the literal three-dimensional translation yeah. of Sankofa, in a sense, that wow. you can go back and pull it and walk back yeah. into the future with it so. yeah it was cool it was neat to have a wall that was literally three-dimensional i mean yeah yeah it's i mean it is a container but it's a wall <laughs> yeah, yeah so. it's like well it's like you made it a sculpture yeah, yeah. in a sense yeah. yeah and then you all really wanted to well not just you all duran as well really wanted to construct the wall mm-hmm. that uh, harness the voices of the community around it. Talk mm-hmm. a little bit about that, Ron. Yeah, so the second piece, we it, we were very inspired by John Lewis and, and the work he had done because he had helped Duran kind of lay the, the initial blueprint of Sankofa. Um, unfortunately passed, um, and he, he he's not there to see it now, but uh, in our first meeting with Duran, he, you could really feel the passion that John had for the place. Mm-hmm. And we went back and, and we watched John's TED talk. And in our discussions and conversations with Dawn, we were greatly inspired to like, we wanted to bring some of that into it. We wanted to bring community into it because at the end of the day, the orchard's for everyone. And we wanted to make sure that even they put their fingerprint on that mural. So we came up with this concept where it's like, all right, we had this sunrise and sunset. Now let's go a little celestial with it. Let, let's go a little outer space. Let's go a little <laughs> higher up in the heavens with it and, and capture all that energy. And, and so inspired by John, we want to bring that purpose intent to the board. We started with volunteers. We started, we invited the community as well. And they came out before we did anything on there. They, they wrote messages, hmm. messages of intent, messages of purpose, just bringing some of that same energy. And then we laid, again, we started to layer our work and created this magical piece the Sankofa symbols, again, uh, a, a moon, a sun, just an ethereal celestial type piece, lots of bold colors. Another thing that we were we were very intentful on in both pieces, it was we wanted them to be loud because it's a main thoroughfare. We didn't want you to just drive by and not see it. So we used right. a lot of loud colors. So as people drove by, they would look and you saw that as, yeah. as all the honks <laughs> that we got because yeah. people saw it and they and, and it brought their attention to it. Yeah. And they were like, well, what is this? You know, and yeah. that was the, the end goal to bring that energy, but to also bring awareness that this is something you need to stop and look at, yeah. not just for the mural, right. but, but yeah. the 80 yeah. trees, yeah. but right, the blueberries, right. yeah. but all these different things that are happening here. Uh, the beekeeping. I mean, yeah. how can we not mention that? We While so, painting oh one day, gosh. we saw them teach beekeeping to kids, which oh, wow. okay. I don't mess I with know. bees. <laughs> and you see like a hundred bees in the air. Yeah. And them not sting you, I was like, wow, this is... It was really cool. You know, yeah, and it yeah. was like that. Every day we were there, we saw something, like, really cool and amazing. Yeah. Wow. Like, yeah. That's really cool. That's one of the things that stood out to me, especially once the project was complete. I was just... Uh, I think indirectly, like, subconsciously, I was like, I hope this space, because, you know, the orchard is huge, doesn't swallow up the piece mm-hmm. but like that's the first thing you notice when mm-hmm. you drive over there is those pieces both of them and and not even as a combination like you notice those pieces and they really stand out and it's better than any sign i could <laughs> yay okay i was gonna say that <laughs> no 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 i uh, wanted them to say welcome without yeah, saying welcome yeah. <laughs> they, they, so. they absolutely do um and i think 
They also speak to Duran's goal of like tranquility mm -hmm. there, if that makes any sense. And mm -hmm. they, they are very energetic and powerful, but they also are very inviting. Mm -hmm. And so it just, it, it fits the, spe the space super well. So one of the things that I like to ask every collaboration in the Mending Walls project is around, you know, your final piece and what do you all think your piece adds to the Mending Walls uh, conversation? Well, it brings awareness initially to the fact that we need to be outside. <laughs> we need to enjoy our outdoor spaces. Um, and we need to think more about where our food comes from. All those are really huge factors that I feel like it, they get kind of shoved under the rug in our like modern fast paced lives. Like today I, I was inside for most of the day until I had to drive over here. And, you know, just thinking about la the last couple of weeks we were outside painting the whole time and it was amazing. Being outdoors is amazing. So just that having spent so much time painting outdoors, being outside with nature all around us, um, it, it brought that aspect to the conversation of um, we're a little out of touch with with like our roots these days, and it's really cool to recenter and focus on that. Um, and hopefully, the the garden and our murals bring awareness to that recentering. Awesome. Yeah, that's How about really, you, Ron? that's really good. I mean, you look at a place like Sankofa, and you talk about how mo amazing it is, and then it's like there's only one. Mm. Yeah, like, Richmond is as big as it is. <laughs> And there's only one place where a kid, like yeah. a kid can only get so far on his bike, you know, to see the investment from the community. To, it's it's easy to overlook it because sometimes so many of us between the Instacarts and the, and the click at this and, and I could just jump in my car and go get what I want. There's still a lot of people that can't. Right. And to know that something like this exists for those that can't, there should be more. Right. You know, that's the part that I really hope it brings awareness. I hope that. It brings him more funding so that he can continue to do this. There should be one on every corner of the city, yeah. you know, and hopefully we get to a point where no one has to wonder what an apple tastes like. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. I mean, because that's the thing we don't think about sometimes. Yeah. Like there's 80 different trees there. Each one is different. So there's 80 different types of fruit. I'm willing to bet there are kids mm -hmm. that live right around the corner that don't know what some of those things taste like. Yeah. Now they have that opportunity. Yeah. yeah. So that's awesome. Yeah. Well, hey, guys, I really appreciate you guys being here and talking with me this time and I really appreciate you guys saying yes to Mindy Walls these conversations are so important um, and it's just an honor to be sitting here with y'all sharing what you all did with this project so thank you thanks thanks for having us <laughs> thanks thank Hamilton <laughs> it was an honor yeah it was it really was This podcast was produced by Pam Hervey and Hamilton Glass with support from 19 Red and In Your Ear Studios. For more information about the 2021 Mending Walls Project and how you can get involved, visit the website at mendingwallsrva.com. Please subscribe to hear all the upcoming episodes of Season 2 on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.